Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This episode is brought to you by Off-Trail Shortcuts. Do you need a solution to long, tiring days on the trail? Maybe your companions are slowing down and camp is still miles away. It sounds like the perfect time to use the latest and greatest app that will simply get you there. Off-Trail Shortcuts. Wherever you are, it will draw a dotted line directly to camp covering the shortest possible distance. Throwing terrifying terrain, dangerous rivers, and common sense out the window, just follow the dotted line to cover the least amount of ground to your ultimate destination. What could possibly go wrong? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who still uses his own spit as hair gel. Oh, wait, he can't do that anymore without hair. Carl Mandrioli! Ah, there it is. Never gets never old. Never gets old. Never gets old. Woo! Yes, thank you for joining the show. With me today is Derek Somerville. He's the guy that asks people with nose rings if boogers come through the holes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, wow. it's an awkward conversation. Wow. I hate being around him when wow. he asks that question. So I thought yeah, you're you're the guy that. who would ask, "Can I give it a tug?" You know, how hard can I pull? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, nah, not put, so much. Not put so your much. nose into it. <laughs> put your nose you into know? it. There you go. Nice. All right. So we've got an episode today. Wonders, genius ideas, or foolish blunders. You be the judge. So judge. We'll, we'll weigh in our you know with our own opinions. Everybody has their own experiences out there. I bet we're going to hit some nerves here with some of our experiences. I, there's one in particular that I know is going to be controversial. At least I'll have a controversial take on this. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious what everybody thinks about it. Okay. We got Rocky coming up after that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then you said something really interesting and weird, not surprising, on Instagram, Backpacking and Blisters podcast Instagram that I'm going to... I'm going to take issue with. We'll talk about that oh. in the tidbit section. Here we go. Okay. Pressure's on. Yeah. Do you, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? The comment I wrote probably, right? Is that what you're talking about? You write, you've, yeah, you put more, more than one comment down. The, the, well, the more, the more recent. Uh, well, what, what do you think it is? What do you, well, just tell me what do you think it's about? What, what's the topic? Was it, uh, did it have something to do with the pinecone mushroom picture you put up there? Oh yeah. No, I put, I posted one that you couldn't tell what it was. It was like, Okay, snake, pinecone, mushroom. That wasn't it. Uh, that was not the that was one. Not it. That was not the one. Oh, but that was a fun, fun picture. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. I got one that no weirder and yeah, borderline awkward. So oh, this we'll is when that. you were trying to break wood or something, maybe then. 
<laughs> I was spilling. I wasn't the guy doing that. That was pretty funny, though. I got a lot that of negative comments on that one. Like, you, you could get hurt that way. I was like, I'm not getting you're hurt. You're destroying. <laughs> yeah, you're destroying nature. That was the newbie trip that I was talking about last episode. And we're going to have a full breakdown of some of the crazy things that went on that trip. I think that's the next episode. We're going to have that dialed in. So anyway, okay. let's get to this okay. episode. Proverbs 14:12. There is a yeah. way that seems right to a man but its end is the way to death. Ooh. This verse Ooh. has so many applications. Ominous. I don't truthful. think this is referring to the, the off-trail shortcuts here. What do you think? Mm. I would say no. I would say no. It's a little bit deeper what do you, and, uh, you know, more life-altering. Yeah? Do you explain? I think so. Okay. It's well, altering it's, your life right it, now? It's a, it can if you go the wrong way. I think <laughs> it's right. just referring to, uh, you know, if we choose to always do things our own way, it's going to mm. not turn out well, essentially. So, right. you know, where right. are you putting your trust and your hope and your faith and all that stuff? So. Okay. Not and in all Carl. That, and all that not, stuff. Not and all that Carl. stuff. Let's just be dismissive. All that, all, all that stuff. That's nice. And all that stuff. Well, <laughs> okay. Oh, you want to go down the rabbit hole? This isn't that type of podcast. You always like harass me for going down tangents, and now you want me to. I can't win with you. Yeah. Uh, How does somebody not go crazy? How does somebody not go crazy with you? Touche, my friend. You, uh, point taken. Jessica? Point taken. Uh, we got Jessica later on in this episode. We got some Jessica time coming up, too. We got so some Jessica time. Good segue okay. there. So this episode is is trying to solve a problem in some ways because anytime we have any sort of controversy or we have to take a strong stance on something, Derek just takes the side of the crowd. Even if he's initially taken the other side, just like in our last episode when I started talking about mustaches, you, you sided with the mustache crowd, right? You're like, look, we got a mustache guy on. What are you talking about, car with mustaches? Let's well, put it in perspective. Let's put yeah. it in perspective, okay? okay. Uh, there, you're, we're talking about, you know, things... For fun, you know, gear, try the gear, uh, buff. You hate the buff. You're just, maybe you're just full of a lot of hate, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> I grew up with a mustache dad. I, I don't mind the mustache, uh, but if you can, if you can pull it off, yay. If you can't, maybe we need to talk about it, but I haven't, you know, <laughs> most people can't pull it off. Let's be honest. You get Tom Selleck and that's about it. Okay. <laughs> that's about it. He's, on, he's definitely top three all time. Definitely top three all time. There's more than that. I'm just that's off the top of my head. But anyway, you you get what I'm saying. That the, I'm trying to. This episode is trying to force you to take a strong stance one way or the other. And I know what you're saying. Like you're saying, a lot of the topics we discuss are for fun. But man, some people take exception to some of the things we said. For example, the bear spray. When we both said you don't need to bring bear spray in black bear territory, right? Right. Did I go with everybody on that one, or did I go with you? Well, we're, I, I don't know, because you you went with me to start with. Where are you right now? <laughs> we're not talking about right now. <laughs> I'm trying to prove a point. You're always like, you always go with everybody else, Doc. And now, you agree with me about the bear spray, but you still went with everybody. Like, you don't make any sense. You don't make any sense. You, you know, I'm just trying to keep it together. That's all I'm trying to do. Okay. Just just keep it together. We'll see We'll see where you end up with these. Okay. All right. So I've got a list of of things. This is my list I came up with just based on some topics okay. that I see in backpacking forums. They've come up on our... Actually, I think all these come up on our trips, to be honest. Here we go. So this first one is something that has to do with people that are going in the wintertime. All right? Okay. Is all it right. a genius idea to bring a hot tent while winter camping? A hot tent? Yeah. Or is it a foolish blunder? Why don't, why don't you explain what hot tent might mean? Like, am I bringing a, a portable heater? I, I think I want you to explain because a hot tent is definitely a backpackable item. I don't think you know what it is. A hot tent. Hot tent. What's a hot tent, Derek? What's a hot tent? 
I've never brought a hot tent. I'm not really familiar. Well, I mean, there's the tent that gets hot when you fart. That's that's okay. a hot tent. <laughs> there's, you know, bring a portable heater. You want to bring okay. a portable heater? There you go. Do you ever look at any sort of like backpacking information here outside of prepping for here, the, here this like podcast when you actually prep? Do you ever look at like... I'm not, I, I don't even know if I should dignify your mockery <laughs> with responses after I caught you last episode mocking me and you didn't even know the answer. I would even take a, like a Backpacker magazine. I'd even take like a Reader's Digest article about backpacking. What's it like to always have mud in your face? <laughs> like just you're always mud in your face. How do you live All with right, yourself? I'll explain. A hot tent is something where it has like a very small, lightish weight wood stove where you actually, Lightish, yeah, that has like a pipe that you can, you know, that kind of gets rid of the smoke and it, uh -huh. so you can actually burn wood. It doesn't contain a whole lot of wood, but you can actually burn wood to heat up your tent in colder environments. Okay. First of all, I would never even think of Googling something like that. So no, I don't know what it's that is. It's just something that would come up in backpacking forums or in other places you might research backpacking stuff podcasts whatever i think you i think that's like carl has a lot of extra free time and he like walks, like digs into this stuff a little mm, bit too deep okay. but you know what um chicken uh, hot tent okay here's here's my take on it if you can keep it lightweight hot tent maybe they had some like little like heater like little i don't know um i don't know so if you can keep it lightweight i think it's a genius idea okay. i'll just say that that's genius my idea. So I have a buddy who this. So all these scenarios have come up either with our group or with other groups that I might go backpack with. And I have a buddy who owns one, and he's like, "Let's do a winter trip." And then I found out yeah. that he had a hot tent. I was like, "Well, you got to bring your hot tent, right?" And he said, "Well, it really only heats things up when you get in, and then when you wake up in the morning. In order to keep it hot throughout the night, you've got to kind of keep the fire burning." And so for him, he's like, "It's not what? really worth it." But I still say it's oh. a genius idea because if it, if I can warm up in the tent in the morning, I'm more it's easier to get out of the tent when you're like nice and warm versus if you're already freezing. So I'm gonna say genius idea. Okay, you can afford it. Okay, well even if you're like cold or you got wet or something at the end of the day, you can yeah, oh up, yeah, you know when sure. your feet are really cold. Sure. Like if we had that on the uh, what was it the Canyonlands trip? There was that that first oh, night that was be, cold. Yeah, that wasn't really a burnable area. Would have been great if if it was. You're no. right. But if there was like a like a, a coiled heated. I don't know, some kind of like you could hang a little disc or two in the tent and it heats up Ooh. or somehow. You're talking now be... about our backpacking shark tank episode. You got you to gotta mark that one down. Yeah, that, I got to mark that heated disc tent. Yeah, I'm sure they've got something like that, but whatever you come up with will be better, right? Oh, of course. Okay. Tent, tent catheter, baby. Tent catheter. Okay, so that's our first one. So we already we both agree genius idea. Anybody who's used a hot tent out there can take exception to that. We'll see. There you go. So, all right, let's talk about kind of the theme of this episode, the whole, the concept of the off-trail shortcut, all right? Mm, so on right. day two of a trip, somebody is struggling, and another member of the group finds an off-trail shortcut to camp. Just climb up that ridge on the other side is camp versus going way around. Mm. What do you think? It's kind of vague. Like, how? what do you mean by struggling? Are they like, did they pull a muscle? Did they, are they just tired? Yeah, like like injury that's slowing them down, but they're still going. Injury that's slowing them down. Um, I think day two, early day two, Yeah, send them home. Yeah. Just send them home. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we, we'll say we'll say that is the A plus answer. Correct. You're correct on that. But let's say that uh, your decision is not about that. It's about the off-trail shortcut. <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. Um, I know. I guess. Day one, you send them home. 
I mean, I feel like if you have an injury that's nagging you, it's going to be, I, I know you're going to go with this, like, but I'm, I'm no, you, you don't. I don't think you do. You're going to refer to, you're going to refer to the, you're going to refer to the mutiny. <laughs> that's what you're going to refer to. To which one? The mutiny trip. That's what you're going yes, to refer to. Yes. This is exact scenario. I know. This is what this is based I on. I caught on. I caught on. Okay. Okay. So then I'm going to say shortcut, obviously, because I got to stick to my guns. Uh, well, that wasn't your idea though. You were willing to go along with it, but that was not your idea. It wasn't my idea, but I, I mean, look, if I had to go back. I guess in hindsight, yeah, if you, if he has going uphill and unknowingly, like if you were like an expert map reader, maybe you'd been there before, if you'd been there before, okay, like you were saying, then yeah, I'd say take the shortcut. But if you don't really know for sure, then maybe you should go around, even though it's longer, but it's going to be easier on probably the injury than going uphill and awkward possible terrain and then descending down possible awkward, loose, rocky terrain or whatever's there, you know? So with that current with that scenario, so we had a guy with a with a back injury. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to reduce the load, but then we're going off trail, clambering up onto granite rocks, and we don't know what's ahead. It's not a way that people have gone before. Clearly, this is like we're making it up as we go, or we can kind of exit to the trail and then go way around. You know, you have hindsight, so you can change your mind about this. Is this a foolish blunder or genius idea? To go around rather than the, oh, the shortcut is the shortcut a genius idea. Yeah. I think knowing, I think knowing the severity of the injury, yes, we did go around and he, he made it, but uh, I mean, yeah, I guess in hindsight, yeah, probably better to go the longer way knowing how severe his, cause it was so, it seemed, he, he just seems very, he just seemed very like, no, 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 I'm good to go. I can do this. I can make it. But then like once we kept going, he's like, I don't know my backs. it, It just seems so shaky. Like, like this could be a serious right. injury at any moment. But you're focusing, you're you're heavily focused on the yeah. injury, whereas I'm more heavily focused on the concept of the off-trail shortcut, I guess. Let's get back to that concept. The more familiar you are with the area, I'd say right. I lean more towards the shortcut if you think it's doable. I think we're similar on this. I'm going to say foolish blunder unless you're an excellent navigator. And Correct. seeing as how we had already made a navigational error on that exact trip going off trail, I don't think we could categorize ourselves at that time as excellent navigators. So I think that would have been a foolish foolish blunder, and I'm glad we didn't do it. So there you All go. All right, that's fair. That's we're fair. in lockstep so far, I think. So we're, there you that's go. That's fair. Yeah, so far, so good. So far, so good. All right. Um, this, is, this is a scenario that keeps oh, on happening boy. on trips. This keeps on happening on trips specifically to me. Somebody says they don't yeah. have their spoon. Ugh. They ask to share yours. Oh. So you share your spoon. Is that a good idea? Is that a genius idea or a foolish blunder? What do you say? Well, my answer is is I have a better genius idea just to automatically bring two every time. Have you been doing that every time? Every time. Because really? I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to have to share my spoon. And I want to say more than 50% of the time somebody's asked Oh, I need a spoon. Can I have a spoon? Do you guys have an extra spoon? And I've lent my spoon. Why does this keep happening? What's going on here? Because I'm not having to share because I bring the spoon. You're not bringing the spoon. No, no, I get your solution. I'm saying, why does this problem keep happening? That's a great question. I mean, you would think the food area for a bunch of like middle-aged guys would be like priority. Like, yeah. I want to get my food in line. I want to get my, my utensils together. Let's let's put it in a baggie, right. throw it in the, in the pouch or whatever. Not so. Not so. Yeah. I don't get it. On the last trip, the mo- uh, we had a bunch of newbie guys. There was one guy who's, I think, pretty experienced, and he was the one that asked me. He asked the group, but I was the only one that said yes to share the spoon. So 
I'm going to say sharing the spoon at this point is a foolish blunder because I think I'm with you. I should start bringing a second spoon. 100%. But, but folks, can blunder. we just agree to put our spoon in the same spot in our pack every time? Just put it in the brain of your pack. If you need to have a spoon sleeve at this point, I'm, I'm just going to cave in on that one. If it helps your spoon become more findable in your pack, use the spoon sleeve. Use the little stuff <gasps> sack for the spoon. Yeah. Mark this down, guys. Carl Mark it down. Mark agreeing it down. to a, a sleeve of some kind. I just don't you know? want to. Yeah. Like I had two, two separate people on two separate trips asked this year. And then I had that question asked me twice last year. So I don't know what's going on. But, Dennis, uh, yeah. were, were you, were you getting angry at that point or what? You're just like, I've had it. Yeah. I've had it with these people. Yeah. Frustrated. Not angry. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So this happened also on the same newbie trip. So we had somebody bring a Bluetooth speaker that was used both for the trail on the hike itself and for the camp, camp time for the group to enjoy. All right. So we had some, we were rocking out to some eighties and nineties songs on the trail. We had some worship songs in camp. What do you think? Genius idea or foolish blunder? Um, look, okay. Maybe if you're like camping, right? You're not backpacking. What I say, like bring the music, have some fun, relax a little bit. But again, it's like, what's the point of going outdoors? It's the point of outdoors is like to get away and to experience nature. Obviously there's, you know, some distractions and you could be distracting somebody else's experience by bringing all this extra music. But, um, have I ever done it? A hundred. Yes, I've done it. I think I brought a mini speaker one year and we played, uh, I believe it was the Lord of the Rings theme music while we were walking through somewhere oh. so i thought that was kind of funny but the speaker okay. was so small like i think only like two of the eight guys could hear it so it didn't really work out but i mean if you look if you want music on the trip fine but bring um maybe some headphones or something like that maybe bring bring the airpods yeah headphones are actually more they're more dangerous to be honest because then especially if you're alone or you get separated from your group you're more prone to animal attacks animal attacks you're surroundings you don't hear thunder whatever it is so there's all sorts of stuff that can happen with your hygiene though like animals aren't gonna bother you so i mean like if if i mean like if you're gonna bring it and uh, like that's all i'm saying it's like if you're gonna bring it and you're gonna hang around people and stay in the group then i would i would lean toward the headphones because like gotcha i don't know i don't to me it's a blunder because i don't i don't don't think it's a genius idea to bring all this music because i think you're more it's more distracting i'm gonna say foolish blunder as well we've talked about running into other people that have the bluetooth going and this guy actually had, it was a pretty large speaker and had it pumping up so large that I was towards the back of the group at one point and I could hear it clear as day. Yeah. My feathers were ruffled on this one and I was not the only one, but he was one of the leaders and asking him to, you know, do you mind turning that down? Like was not cluing him in on turn that thing off. So I didn't know him that well. So I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to get in his face about it. What if you love music? Like your group loves music. You have four or five guys. They all love music. Let's, and then you right. get to a, a remote camp. Maybe you're going like way out there and you know, nobody's around you. Then are you playing some music? That's the irony of it all. It was, it was really bothering me, but I was really concerned about all the hikers we were going to pass. And we went on a trail that was relatively popular here in Colorado. We did uh, the, just the Lost Creek Wilderness. You've been there before. Yeah. And for that first day when he was blurring the music, we didn't pass a single person. So it didn't even end up mattering in terms of like, you know, bothering other people. But I'm going to I'm going to go with the golf approach on this because now a lot of a lot of people who golf bring the speakers while they golf right. with their buddies and okay. stuff. And golf's like backpacking. You're outside, you're walking, whatever. You have packs of stuff, yeah. right? So, you know, I think sometimes it can be <laughs> annoying, but then um, at other times it's like, it, yeah, it can be distracting because you can hear it. 
across the 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 course and stuff so like it's i don't know to me it's like a it's it's it is a blunder because like yes you want to have fun with it sure have you and your buddies are going to go golf and have fun but there's so many other people that are potentially going to be bothered by it more so than who will enjoy it in my opinion but Dude, we're in lockstep so far, man. We're lockstep here. So Am I becoming you? Yeah, no, no. Okay, this one, uh. this one we're gonna offend somebody on though. Here's here's a good one. Okay, so we we've go. been on a lot of road trips, and a lot of these road trips, when we're coming back from the trip, they end in a plane flight. So a lot of times we're kind of mm-hmm. hustling. Not always, but most of the time we're like hustling to get back. And so we don't want to have long right. stops. So no. But some people believe you should watch your fuel pump into your vehicle while you're at the gas mm. station, which is safer but highly inefficient. Like you can't go to the bathroom or buy snacks at the gas station. You're, you're watching it pump. Why is it safer though? Why, why is it safer to watch my fuel pump? Because if it if it locks out and it doesn't have it doesn't sense that the gas tank is full, then it'll just keep on pumping and the gas is going to go everywhere. What? Okay. That is highly unlikely. Yeah, this has happened to Jared before. This has okay. happened to Jared. All so right. there's a fear. There's a fear. Okay. Yeah, it was happening. Yeah, like his gas went everywhere. So, um, so is it a genius idea or a, few, a foolish blunder to watch your fuel pumping into your vehicle while you're on a road trip that you're kind of in a hurry on because it's ending in a plane flight? That's like saying, "Hey, I tripped and fell. I never want to walk again because I'm afraid I'm going to fall." That's what Whoa. that's saying. I'm going to say it. Okay. okay. <laughs> taking a strong stance. Water, taking a strong water stance. Water went I like down it. the wrong pipe. I coughed. I'm never drinking water again. You know what I mean? Look, Jared, <laughs> I love you. You know this. But look, I've driven away with the pump still attached to my car and it ripped off. I've done that. That's me. <laughs> and you know what? I'm still going to go pump gas. I'm still going to do it. So... That's my feeling on the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Just to clarify, Jared is not the only person that's shared that they've had this issue, and I've seen other people sit there and watch their fuel pump because they're concerned about this. So this is not but, a- but when you say, like, watch their fuel pump, like, what if you don't need to go anywhere? Like, like there's sometimes I pump gas, and I just stand by my thing and just wait outside. Cause, and then what are they, what's, the, what's the stereotype? Like, guys will wait outside with the pump. Girls will get back in the car. I don't know if that's 100% true or not, but... No, 99%, 90%, 90%, 90%. I get back if in the car. If you're, you get back in the car, so you're, okay, why not? In Colorado in the wintertime? Heck yeah. Well, yeah, that's fair. But, uh, I like, if I don't need snacks or a bathroom break, I, I don't think, I don't see the big deal. But, yeah, if you're trying to rush and hurry and you're, like, hours and hours away, I mean, I would risk running in to go pee quick, you know? Or maybe divide yeah. and conquer. Maybe divide and conquer. You know, hey, can you go grab me this snack? I'll pay you back. Yeah, you can strategize for sure. So we got, we got I'm, this, with, you know. I'm with you again on this one, though. I am not the person who's going to watch the fuel pump. I want to be efficient, mm-hmm. and I don't want the 15-minute gas no. station stops on the road trip. No. We had two of them on, on our trip last year, right. and as a result, we had a missed flight. So There you go. There were other That's... factors involved, so I'm not going to throw blame at anybody, but we had yeah. two 15-minute gas station stops. When I'm road tripping with my family, our stops are like 10 at the most, but typically closer to five minutes. And that's with like grabbing a snack and mm-hmm. that's with, you know, making a bathroom stop. So wow. yeah, I know okay. what you're saying. When you're going, when you're just out and about, you're going to the gas station. You're not always grabbing snacks, going to the bathroom, yeah. but on road trips, sure. you're typically doing one or both, right? Right. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to, we're going to hear about that one. I guarantee you like Lock there's one step. time, Lockstep. there's one time that like I was, you know, like trying to like testing out my stove next to the gas station and then like my gas testing was everywhere. And I, lit <laughs> I lit it on fire. <laughs> oh, All wow. right. So next one. 
Okay, this is something that's happened on a recent trip. This this just happens. Genius okay. idea, foolish blunder. Okay. You hike ahead of everybody, mm. you hide, you let them pass, and then you surprise them from behind. This is a you thing. You love... Me? I, f- I feel like you love doing stuff like this. <laughs> and I mean, I think you think it's genius, but nobody else really thinks it's genius. Nobody else. Come the on. most recent time this happened, it was not from me. It was from somebody else. All right. I'll, I don't know if there's, I don't know if it's this extreme of an answer. I might, I might be like, eh, it's okay. I don't know if it's genius. I would right, yeah, say yeah, it's some um, kids with you. Is it, is it genius with okay, kids? Okay, if I got kids, then yes, it's for sure genius because you're okay. going to scare the bejesus out of them. You got, you're on a Patreon trip. I mean, Genius. If you're gonna foolish. lighten the mood up, maybe maybe it's okay. <laughs> I would love to see you do this one time. I just want to see what you think. I I don't want to do it. This <laughs> is all you. This I want to see you. what you do to surprise me from behind. Like, hey there. Like, what are you gonna say? Hey guys. I, th- I think people would like see you pop up behind them and they'd be like, oh. Are you having trouble? Do you need a break? Like, what do you what do you need? You know. I can see he's rolling up. Carl's behind. Carl's falling behind. <laughs> I could see you roll up. You're like, so uh, you guys thought I was ahead of you, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. So I uh, went fishing. And I went fishing. I'm still this close. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Again, this happened on a recent trip. We were searching around for a camp spot. It started to rain. Kind of kind of moderate rain. Not like heavy downpour. Just moderate rain. Like a, dr- like a drizzle? We're talking a drizzle or heavier? No, that's, that's light rain. No, drizzle's light rain. <laughs> Maybe a mist. A moderate mist rain. would be light rain. but a- Mist is even lighter than drizzle. So there's a l- extra light, light, and moderate. I wouldn't even count a mist as a rain. I would just count I it counted as a mist. It, oh, fair enough. All right, fine. Okay, so anyway, so it's moderate rain. We're in an exposed area. Like okay. just out of the forest, forest ahead of us, but we're exposed. It's raining on us. Mm. The leader says, halt, halt everybody. Halt. There's a campsite right there. Mm. I would like to hike ahead to determine if there's a better campsite. And by hike ahead, he meant like a pretty significant amount of time, like 10 minutes down the trail. The camp what? spot was was pretty good. It's next to some water. Okay. It, it had spaces big enough for our large group. But was it a good idea? Was this a genius idea or a foolish blunder to make everybody stop in the rain to look for an even better spot? He knew it was there, or he wasn't. We could see. No, we were like we could, we were overlooking the campsite that we had, so we had one available. Oh, but he was looking for a better. No, one. that's that's a blunder, a thousand percent. Okay, you're in the rain. A thousand, a thousand. Yes, All right. in the rain. I mean, everybody wants the premier campsite, but like in the rain. Like, come on, let's just get out of the rain. And you got a you got a decent spot. I'd say just go with it, but I will share this. I agree. So we've, we've been a hundred percent on point. This is ridiculous for all of these during that waiting session. We might've had a lost fanny pack. Somebody might've put their fanny pack down and it might've been lost. And we'll, and this was wow. a pretty significant loss. We'll talk about wow. what happened with that in, in our next episode. But yeah, that was the moment that I think that that happened. So, um, all right. Well, there you go. Do you agree? Do you disagree with Derek and our in my assessment about whether these are genius ideas or foolish blunders? So tell us your own experiences with speakers and pumping gas and waiting in the rain and hot tents and all that stuff. So do it. There you go. All right. It's time now. We have a rare but important review by my wife Jessica. Here we go. Here it is. Jessica time. Jessica time. Hello, Jessica. 
Hey there, Carl. All right. So you wanted to do a review for sunglasses. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So what you got? All right. So I looked at reviews and I decided to try out the camp sunglasses. And I was particularly interested in the Topo, okay. which is the one I got. What are you using these for? Is these just kind of like around town sunglasses, backpacking sunglasses? What are they for? I did just take them backpacking. Okay, so yeah, tell us about it. What, what did you like? I know fashion isn't the biggest thing when you're out backpacking, but these glasses look kind of cool. Okay, fashion is big in backpacking. People want to look like a backpacker, like they're outdoorsy, right? Okay, I guess. It makes you look outdoorsy. Okay. They're pretty, they're pretty sweet looking. Okay, but functionality-wise, the polarization is awesome. And I think that's what I saw in the reviews. And I would agree with that. I think the polarization is good, if not better, than some of my other pairs of glasses I've gotten at major retailers. Like what's different with polarization? Um, it just looks like super clear. So fit and feel, how would you rate it? So that was also on the reviews was that a lot of people said it fit their face really well. And I also agree with that. I tend to have a smaller face frame and so I need smaller fit glasses. And these ones were perfect for me. So camp sunglasses, I think these are available at major outdoor retailers as well as online, correct? Yes. Okay. So how would you, for backpacking outdoors and I guess apparently style, all of the above, how would you rate it? out of five. All right. So I'm going to give it a five out of five for polarization, for style and for fit. And one other thing is the color. So right now this forest green color is awesome. I love it. It goes with so many different things. So also two thumbs up on the color. Okay. All right. So Jessica time. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Jessica time. Jessica time. All right. Yeah, we haven't, I don't think we've reviewed sunglasses before, have we? But first of all, the intro to that for you guys was hilariously awkward because, you know, she's like, hello, Carl. <laughs> and I said, uh, are they, are they uh, you know, work acquaintances? Or are they married? Like, what's going on? I don't know. Fair. That's so maybe fair work point. on that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe work on that, guys. Yeah. Um, not everybody's a podcaster. I sort of forced her to be on the show to review them. I'm not, a, I'm not like a fashion or style guy. And... Yeah, and so I'm trying to get, I'm trying to hit everybody's needs out there. People want to know what are some good trail or kind of all around use sunglasses that they yeah. might sell at your outdoor store. So yeah. I thought she would be a good fit. Sorry for the awkwardness. Uh, you know what? We all are, but you know what? We're moving on. So okay. I, I would say she, she sensed right away, I sensed the passion for the polarization. So um, that got me excited right away because my mom, my mom's been telling me this year, she's like, Derek, you need to get sunglasses, but make sure. They are polarized. Okay. They will protect your eyes better. So she had my attention to polarized. So let's right. start with that. You're a little old to be needing that type of advice by your mom, but you know what? I didn't say I needed just it. Take it. She's, you know, mom's just <laughs> she's told you anyway. anyway. Yeah. What is that? Exactly. Right. We got a reaction from Rocky that's a little, oh, controver a little controversial. Right. And yep. we got your trivia coming up right after this. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. 
Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yo, B&B bros, this is Rock. I am way behind on the podcast episodes. I apologize, but I just got done listening to the Suge episode. Suge, bro, you rock. You, you absolutely rock, man. That, that was awesome. I mean, like hearing about how you hate sports, how you saw Sasquatch. I truly hope, by the way, that Sasquatch just comes into your camp and you sit down and talk to him. Do they talk? I don't know. Maybe it's like Chewbacca speech. I wonder. Wookiees, Sasquatch, are they the same thing? Dude, how you talk to inanimate objects? That was awesome, man. Sleeping in 30-degree weather in a hammock. Frost all over your face when you wake up. Dude, what is there not to like, Suge? Keep up the good work, man. God bless you, sir. And then, Derek, bro, you got to stick to the chia seed water, man. You were rocking the chia seed water. It was awesome. But your trivia on that episode was horrible. Like, that was worse than Gravel Pit Lake, my friend. Like, it was lower than low. Death Valley, lower than that. Dude, you got to, like, here, I'm going to give you a little bit of help for trivia, okay? I want you to redo the Suge trivia because you got to honor the man Suge a lot better than you did with that pitiful, like, despicable trivia, which really Carl shouldn't have even answered. Carl, you should have refused to answer it. Just start with this. Carl, what, you know, food utensil would Suge not bring on a backpacking trip? Would it be A, a spoon, B, a fork, C, a spork, D, a Sasquatch spoon? Something like that, man. Easy, easy change, easy fix. Redo it. I can't wait to hear it. Peace and God bless, everybody. Okay, so, yeah, Rocky's a little behind on the episodes. I've had this MP3 for a couple weeks, too, so right. he's probably farther along. But Let's the main help. part of this, of his MP3, was him calling you out, right? Calling me on my trivia? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look, uh, my response is, is one, uh, Rock, you got to catch up on the episodes before you mock, okay? Uh, two, chia seed <laughs> water, you're right. I do need to bring back more chia seed water commentary because it is genius and Carl mocked it to no end. And right. uh, Correct. In, in, in regards to trivia, I mean, look, there were so many. I, I lost count. 
I lost count last season how many times Carl lost trivia. So I was really just trying to ABC one, two, three, just like dumb it down, TK, kindergarten style. Mm. And he still is right. struggling. So today, <laughs> I, I mean, we're going to find out what happens. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't think that's what he's talking about. He, I think he, he's just, he's accusing you of just asking bad questions. Well, I was trying to see, like, does he know about Shug's where, like, like the area Shug's from, like the basics of yeah. this area? And <laughs> I thought that would be like an, an easy start, but we couldn't even get to that. So maybe I just should, maybe I should have just gone a different direction. Maybe he's right, just gone a different direction altogether. I don't know that reason to remember that trivia, but that trivia was amazing. I probably should have done better than I did. I don't know that the questions were asked great, but I probably should have. Questions better, so. were asked great. These were the easiest questions of all time. Well, prove it. Prove it right here. Your trivia is up right now. What uh, you got? All right. We have a true or false. I don't know how much easier I can get it for you. True or false. Just make it true. Just say true and I got to pick true. All right. These are, these are scenarios that um, are they genius for some reason or are they a horrible blunder by this person? Okay. So now you used a lot of like okay. real life examples. I did kind of the same thing. So okay, so I, I'm choosing. So my my answer choices are true, false, genius, or blunder. Okay, <laughs> I'm all explain because I know it's hard for you. You gonna say true? It's it's uh you know what? Just say just say genius or blunder. <laughs> Rocky clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> we'll dial uh, it in. We're dialed in. <laughs> All right, you, you uh, fixed it before you started, so it's fair. Rocky, go Rocky, go drink some chia sea water. <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Uh, number one, dropping drink mix on the trail multiple times and not realizing it. Is that <laughs> it happens a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people that do it, blah, 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 blah. Blunder or genius? I don't think there's a lot. Of, I think people are dropping wrappers on the trail. I don't think the people are dropping straight up drink mix. Oh, that's, that's your issue. personal issue. You, you did it? It's solved, but that's a that's a blunder right there. Oh, that's one that's blunder. blunder. Correct. That yeah. was a blunder. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I I will own that. Next one is this a blunder or genius somehow? Forgetting your pillow, forgetting your pillow on the tr on the trip. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? <laughs> I like that you chose that one after I told the story of like. My family not having like water bottles in the water. <laughs> that was obvious. Uh, that's a foolish blunder. Forgetting that I didn't forget oh, the pillow. Forgot the pillow itself. was in the rental vehicle. The, it fell oh, out of my backpack, so it wasn't like right. left at home. It fell like out of the rental bed. vehicle, not the trailer. Not yeah. No, I, I found it when we got back. Not a trailer, but a rental vehicle. Got it. Okay. I didn't have. You can say I didn't have it on the trip. That's still a foolish blunder. So I'll own that too. We'll just say the pillow. We'll just say the pillow forgot itself. How about that? Yeah. As I was trying to get everything back into my pack, and as I was trying to right. entertain shuttle driver Bill, uh -huh. I don't want excuses. And still try to hustle people along to shuttle driver I, Bill's terrible minivan. I just thought you were gonna like something use, didn't happen. I thought you were gonna use Pete Moss like me and be a man. But you know what? Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Uh, number three, um, falsely accusing your podcast mate about a sleeping pad falling out of a trailer. Mm. Is that a blunder yeah. or genius? Um, if it truly was a false accusation, then that is a blunder. But I don't accept the premise of the question. There we go. <laughs> because you're just spewing out nonsense. If, this is, if these are hypotheticals, that's fine. I'll go with blunder. If you're trying to base all of these on these, real these things, is, this is all. Then, Oh, yeah. trying? Am I trying or is it just, it is what it Nobody is. Nobody believes you, Derek. Nobody believes you. I think you don't believe you. Okay. okay. 
That one's incorrect. That is, uh, you got that wrong. <laughs> uh, last one. So well, you, last you, you one. We've been doing three questions forever, and then you're this now going off the rails again. All right, we'll give you the we'll give you the pass. But even though you All gave right, me four, give me your last bonus week, question. Or, you gave me four the week before. You gave me four the week before. <laughs> uh, refuse. Okay, this is a uh, is this a blunder or is this genius? Okay. You refuse to bring toothpaste, so I have to suffer in the tent. Mm. <laughs> is that okay. genius? I gave you the unpaste tablets, and I used one, so that's, again, not a Just answer the question. Uh, I'm going to say genius idea. It's genius to make me <laughs> suffer in the tent. Incorrect. Yes. Incorrect. Do you want to make me suffer in the tent? Uh, I, that's not. It's not your trivia. It's my trivia. <laughs> I'm gonna let you pass. I'm gonna let you pass this trivia though, because that was the bonus one. You got two out of three. All you right. got two out of three. All See, right. what I thought was you were gonna get one out of three, and then I was gonna give you a chance to get an extra one, but okay. you did good. Look at you. All right. All right. 50-50s, and you got them. Good job. Your best trivia was definitely the one from last week with the uh -huh. word puzzles. So I'm hoping that your next trivia is word puzzles because... Uh, I can do some word puzzles. I'll I've do done word, word puzzles puzzle for years with my students, and I feel like they're achievable. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. Maybe these are harder than I think. So we'll see. We'll see how good you are. Um, we'll see about yeah. that. So We'll see how good you are making them, too. Do you? Oh, boy. Here we go. Shots yeah. fired, folks. Challenge accepted. Uh, anything else? You got any tidbits for us before we go? Okay, so this is the tip that I was referring to earlier in the episode. So we posted a, or I, yeah, I posted a video on Instagram at Backpack and Blisters Podcast where it was the episode we released where it was the pack shakedown and we helped shake down Jason and Tupperware Mike's pack. And right. then Jason was on our most recent trip and his pack weight was lighter. Whoa, we're affecting the world. We're changing it. Well, yeah, that's that would be an appropriate reaction because it was like in direct relation to the fact that we had the pack shakedown episode before he had gone on the trip, right? So now his pack weight is lighter. I don't, I don't know that it was us, but your reaction right there, appropriate. Yeah, your reaction exactly. on Instagram, take note, Carl. <laughs> Take what, that's what you put <laughs> <laughs> like, as if as if like he's now teaching us he's now like showing us how to have a lightweight pack that's i think your perspective on that that does, doesn't make any sense dude doesn't make any sense we call that some poking fun for no reason that's what that is it doesn't that's poke we, fun it just doesn't make sense it's nonsensical look look that's what that's what instagram people that's what social media is you poke nonsensical fun what's a what's a okay you know what i mean that, that's what it's all about. I didn't say that's what it's all about. That's what it was about in that moment, though, for me. So You can just simply say, I was confused. I didn't realize that one with the episode. I don't know what's going on half the time. Look, if you, if you, oh boy, if you were offended and you, you know, you can't remember things. And, I'm not you know, offended. I, I thought it was ridiculous. I'm like, that's a nonsense score response. Just look, look, just be proud of yourself. You passed some basic okay. trivia. Finally. Right. ABC, ABC, one, two, deflect, three. You know deflect, deflect, I mean? deflect. It's fine. It's fine. I'm we just, can see through what you're it, saying call here. what it is. We see through it. I, I already answered you. I said, if I offended you, you know what I You didn't offend me. You didn't okay. offend anybody. You should make any sense. <laughs> well, then it, no harm, no foul. No blood, no foul. Okay. <laughs> now that now that's your best response right there. I like that. Okay. <laughs> all right, my friend. That is all I got. That's hallelujah all I got. We will see you next time, guys. If you need a heated tent... Just have Carl rub his big old uphill thighs together for you. I'll heat it right on up. I want to fly the, world. the whole thing about Carl being annoyed about people asking to borrow a spoon. Pfft.
hogwash. Like it all began about 12 years ago. 12 years ago. And this is what happened. He came up to me. He's like, Derek, look, I know this is your first trip and you got it all together. You're wearing only a fanny pack. That's amazing. I'm jealous. But you know what? I forgot my spoon. Can I borrow your spoon? And I said, I didn't even say anything. You know what I did? I walked over and I just jammed it in the dirt and I said, go for it. I'm Will Cooper and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.